0: So I had been storm chasing all day. Thankfully that day, yes, we had severe weather was not as bad as we thought, but I worked all morning, storm chased all day, got home, finally took a shower, read this response. And he said, Hey, I'm not going to follow you anymore. This is America. Uh, This, we speak American Go back to Mexico where you speak Mexican. (laughs) And, And he went on to say, you know, we have so many problems with immigrants and I won't stand for this. I'll watch another channel or something along those lines. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. So instead of ignoring this time, I was like, no, here we go. And so I wrote back and I just, and I was kind about it, but I just said, In America, we speak English. In Mexico, they speak Spanish. And by the way, our founding language is not English here. We had Native Americans, so they were the first ones here. Uh, And um, I said, maybe you should travel and help expand your horizons and realize that we're all human. Let's be kind, don't be Richard. They were all wearing don't be a Richard t-shirt. My dad's
1: name is Rich. Welcome to Perfectly Imperfect with Beautiful Disaster. These are the stories of our tribe. They are important, powerful, and will undoubtedly change you. Uh Uh Welcome to Perfectly Imperfect with Beautiful Disaster. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We do not take it lightly that each and every one of you listeners and viewers choose to invest your time with us because we know that time is one of our most precious assets. Today's episode is a topic that we all face every single day. This issue does not discriminate. It doesn't matter if you are rich or poor, black or white, yellow or green, sick or healthy, famous or just a regular person. And today we have the honor of speaking with Emily Sutton, who's a certified broadcast meteorologist at KFOR, probably K4, Oklahoma, about the topic of internet trolls. Now you might be wondering, what on earth do internet trolls and a meteorologist have to do with each other? So let's jump right in. And Emily, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm just so honored and humbled to be a part of this. And I think what you're doing is so fantastic. And we need to just work on spreading kindness anywhere we can, but especially on the internet these days.
1: Agreed. Agreed wholeheartedly. So Tell us, how does meteorology and internet trolls come together?
0: Right. Well, <laughs> just for uh, a frame of reference here, you're in beautiful California, I believe. Yes,
1: we are. We are in Ventura, California. Yes. And I'm sure you have listeners everywhere.
0: Um, so for the other listeners who are in, let's say, a different climate. Not um, California. <laughs> California, maybe not paradise. Um, We have some wild weather and those places, the meteorologists are very important. So here, weather is not only important for daily life, but it can be life threatening at times. Even just a couple of days ago, we had severe wind damage and a tornado in the major OKC metro area. So it's a big deal here. Uh, Also, winter weather, we get everything um, I come from Chicago, warm winter weather gal, but here we get all four seasons. Almost every single type of disaster. There was even a tropical storm that came up and an eye formed over Oklahoma in 2007. So we even can get tropical weather here. Wow. It's great. Yes. That being said, uh, the meteorologists have a big role in the local news as well as in people's daily lives. Right. So that reason, people feel very strongly about it, especially when you're, you have any sort of fear. So if you're scared of the weather, you're going to have strong emotions and there could be a lot of feedback from that. So for that reason, yes, I can be picked on because weather is imperfect. Right. It's an imp- science. Uh, we're still studying it, but no, we are not always correct, even though we always strive to be the best we can in our forecast. Sometimes bust. And that changes people's lives. I mean, they'll cancel schools, people right. go to work to take care of the kids. So anyways, that's why. Um, but also I'm a female. So then there's that added layer because instead of listening to my forecast, you're staring at my outfit or if yes. my hair in the place, or if I say something weird, or if I start talking really high
1: pitch, then that's irritating or I'm out of control or anyways, all the things, <laughs> whatever they can find they will. Yes. And I I love that you're you explained it that way because it's so easy to relate to that. Here you are being of service using every bit of knowledge, research, science and data that you possibly can. And you're wide open for all the critics and all the Judge judies of the world out there. (laughs) And it's so relatable because it's It's just like us, everything we do is up for debate.
0: Mhm,
1: yes, and uh you know
0: it, rarely do we say any of this to each other. So when you have a screen in between you, it's amazing what people will say, yeah, and even you reaching out and them realizing you are human that can change things um but one of the best parts of my job is being able to interact with the viewers, but because of that they feel like they know you and that makes you do well and keep a career in this industry is that people like their, their people that they watch nonstop. And especially when you are scared of something like severe weather, you can trust that person. So because of that, they feel like they can tell you these things that they probably shouldn't because you actually don't know each other. Right. (laughs) And so, but that I've been, I've been finding that happens to everyone now and it may even be a family member that attacks you publicly on, on social media or some stranger chimes in or someone you barely know. So it's the same thing. And I find that people all have dealt with it, but they may not have labeled it or even realized that that's called a troll. Right,
1: right. So- or we may be doing it too, and that's the problem. It is. Um, you know, Beautiful Disaster is a, a large successful brand and we interact on social media. All the time, and um, a lot of the times we can just pull out our empathy and not react. But no matter what, words hurt. Words are hurtful. They make you feel a certain way, and something's got to give with being like so trigger happy. Like I I love in your TED talk how you so elegantly have described what it is, what it does, how it feels, and more importantly, real tangible tips for what to do about it. So just share your knowledge with us. Yes.
0: So in the TED Talk, which I encourage you to watch, but I went ahead and did some research, first of all, about how it how it all came about and trolling, I thought pertained to the trolls under the bridge, the evil trolls under the bridge. I ask you a riddle before you can cross, but it doesn't, it has to do with fishing, trolling. So Ah. these are people that are fishing for reaction. And normally what's helped me the most is just trying to picture where these people are coming from, even though they piss you off so bad or whatever emotion. Yeah. Oftentimes they come from their own broken place. Yes even though we think we're reacting with something righteous or helping even someone else where we end up having the opposite effect. Right. So that's, I have to especially be cautious having this large platform that if I do respond to someone, I may then cause other people to respond and they mean well supporting me, but it's going to hurt that other person, which right. takes you back full circle. So, right. right. Yeah. I came up with a list and I also stress in the TED talk by trolls, we pertain to someone that's trying to press your buttons, bother you, get a negative response, or just get sor- some sort of response out of you. Um, this is not the same as hate speech or bullying, and that should never be tolerated by anyone. Right. Uh, and should be
1: reported. Absolutely. Uh,
0: but and I also want to give a disclaimer that I'm not an expert. It's just, I've had probably about, you know, 10 years of experience of dealing with trolls. So it's just a live and learn kind of thing. Yes. And I'm not perfect. I have my days where I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I Totally didn't follow my own advice. Right. But Every person's different and every reaction's going to be different. So you have to figure it out for yourself. Yes. But my list. Um, I'll kind of go through. I came up with about seven things to do. Uh, that number one, when in doubt, wait. Yeah, that is so hard, Emily. I know. But what you can do is type it out. Just don't send it. Just uh, write everything you'd want to say, or call your friend, invent. Yes. Uh, whatever you can, and I, and that helps because for me, I've even learned that the hard way from work. You know, you get this email from your boss, and you're like no, 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 And it's totally snarky. And then, yes. you were, um, so wait, a lot of times everyone has such a short fuse now and such a short, t- uh, attention span that if you let it go, there's going to be something else. Anyways, it's going to
1: pass. You're so right. You're so right. It's just, it's incredibly difficult in that moment. And I think that that is, what is contributing to so much of what's going on is we can, it's instant, it's instant. We don't have the moments of pause that we might used to have. So yes, the power of the tongue or the power of the pause in the finger. (laughs) Yes, exactly.
0: And so then the next one, I I kind of went into the next one, which is ignore. That's just straight up, ignore them. Remember a lot of times these people are just wanting a attention Yeah, a, that's negative attention yes so if they're really going after something you can almost tell the trolls that are just really trying to get under your skin yeah uh, especially if they know the known topic that bothers you and they bring it up uh, so I have I have had some of those people in the past um, so I just ignore them and I think that gets them even more because they just want the attention it's like annoying little brother or something yes yes yeah.
1: I, <laughs> I love that you know not saying something sometimes is saying something, but it, mm-hmm. you're saying it to yourself. You know, you're saying, I am not gonna add fuel to this fire. And sometimes it'll still nag at you. Like, should I say something? Mm-hmm. Should I not say something? But it kind of is empowering. It's kind of empowering to be the one that gets to decide that this conversation is over. Yep. <laughs> or it's not even gonna
0: start, you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It is kind of the more mature way to go, and it's hard, <laughs> especially All, if you're like me. Yeah. Also <laughs> equally hard. Yes. <laughs> um Okay. And then the next one is, if you do decide to respond, at this is after you've let it simmer and kind of think about it, you can kill them with kindness or with humor. So that's always a fun thing to do. Yeah. Uh, so let me let me see. uh I'm trying to think of some of these new examples off the top of my head. Um, I, for a lot of my clothes, like to use Rent the Runway because I can just have different outfits all the time. It's perfect for my job. But some of the stuff's very fashion forward and in Oklahoma, that just doesn't fly. Right. Uh, Some people like it. But I wore this one outfit and it was, I thought it was cute. It just had cold shoulder um, and then it had, it was all white and it went up uh, mock turtleneck kind of thing. But some people called me a flying nun. Some people. I looked like. What else did they say? I looked like some Star Trek character. Oh my um, gosh! They're making all. Not all of them were bad. There were some of them were playful. But this, especially some of the older people, are very upset by anything very different. Right. So they wrote in, and I just. I told this one lady, I said, "Don't worry about it. I'm just gonna. It. I rented it. You won't see it again. So right. you can just play around with them. Yeah. Say, have a blessed day. Have a great day. Uh, yeah. Don't. You won't see this again. Right.
1: And you know what I have found, too, helps with that? GIFs. So: yes. we, Yeah. So we now have this world of, like, no matter what, this GIF is going to make you laugh. Like, if you say something snarky and I send you a kitty cat blowing you a kiss, you know, I love GIFs. They are so good. Like, the emoji just doesn't even cut it anymore because now we have GIFs. <laughs> yeah, and it's exploded. I mean, that's even more
0: popular since I gave my talk. Yeah. So that's a good idea. Yes. GIFs are good. Awesome. Yes. Uh, so humor or kindness, uh, that's a great way. And then the next way is sometimes you have to educate. So if someone says something blatantly wrong, blatantly wrong and again, my TED Talk was before, before fake news came out. Right. Uh, <laughs> so if something's just completely wrong, sometimes you can educate and that can open the door for conversation, for proper conversation. Conversation about it. Uh, for example, this was after the TED talk. Unfortunately, I have examples all the time now. Uh, <laughs> but there was a famous chief meteorologist here that retired a couple years ago. He's a living legend here in Oklahoma. Right. And now he lives on Twitter. And unfortunately, I don't think he's using his powers for good. Right. Uh, being very political, which, you know, in media, we try and stay out of that. I guess it's. Do what you want when you retire. Yes. Anyways, he put something out about how the world is cooling. We're actually having global cooling and gave this bogus website. And I just saw that and I was like, I know there's people that will follow him to the ends of the earth. So I just thought I have to correct this. Yes. So I replied to him and I said, respectfully, I disagree. This was when we were having the very cold there, the record cold in the Midwest and the Southern Plains. Right. And so I said, I respectfully disagree. Here's why. And I gave a scientific explanation. It's actually because of the warming of the waters near the Arctic. And it's you think of a rubber band, the jet stream is a rubber band up there, and it's become a loose, loosened rubber band because of the warming of the waters. And so it's allowing the cold air to pour in. That's essentially the science behind it. Right. So I shared that. And it was amazing what happened. Yes, there were a couple of people that attacked me and said, how dare you? He saved my life when I was five or something yeah. like that. So I was like, that has nothing to do with this. But, right. um, but I had several different people in the scientific community chime in because there's lots of meteorologists here in Oklahoma and everybody was writing about it. And so it actually started a really good conversation. Right. So some of the trolls that can help educate them. Some of them, you may not change their mind in the end, but at least you put it out there.
1: It may not educate the troll, but it could educate other people. Yes, yes, I love I love how you just said that because oftentimes your response isn't actually for the person you're conversing with, it's for the other people that aren't engaged in the conversation, but they're actually considering what's being said in a thread. So mm-hmm. I, I love that, that the, educating with kindness, you know, you weren't being rude, like you're full of shit. you basically just said respectfully, I disagree. And I think it's so important for other people to see those healthy conversations Mm -hmm. happening. So you can, yes, it is a platform for debate. It is. We Mm -hmm. can't be one. We can't shut down everybody who disagrees with us so i i love that you said that because oftentimes it really might not be for the person who's trying to poke at you but the way we respond is being seen by other people yes
0: and i would say i'd like to stick in my wheelhouse and stuff that i know so science i really stick to or if you ask me maybe about uh, 90s clothes or something like
1: that <laughs> or rent the runway <laughs>
0: Um, something like that, I'll respond. But if it's, uh, there are boundaries too. I've just learned when it comes to politics or something like that, I can spew out whatever my opinion is and it's probably not going to change that person's mind. Yes. But maybe on a certain topic, you can
1: give, educate in some sort of way. Just- Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, um, an example comes to mind for Beautiful Disaster. We get a lot of comments about sizing. So somebody will say, you know, your extra large is not really a size 10, 12, it's like a size six. And so it's important for us as a company to respond to that because we want people to see our responses. It's important for us to educate anybody who might be reading that thread and post our size chart and post pictures of models that are that size wearing that. So it is important to respond so that other people see how you respond as well. Yes, yes. yes.
0: Um, and then the next thing is stand your ground. So sometimes there are, there are times where you have to just pick your battles, essentially. So whatever means the most to you, if there's something that you are really firm about and someone attacks you about it and you, and you say, you know what? No, I, I disagree. This is how I feel and that's it. And sometimes yeah. that's just... It is. You yeah. just have to. But again, boundaries, because then they may try and pull you in and troll you even more. And right. you said your statement. That's it. Well, and we all have a
1: magic wand. It's called block and delete. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's my next one. Good oh, job. perfect lead-in. So the next one is block or report. Now. Yeah personal stance on that I have a lot of people and my husband included he's like why don't you block this guy and I don't I for me I feel like that's giving them too much satisfaction right it will block if they're if they're saying something vulgar yes. or they're mean to other people or bully, I won't tolerate those big things, yeah. but if it's something towards me and they're just trying to push my buttons, no, I'll leave them on there. I just won't respond to them. Right. And I'd like to keep an eye on some of them too, because when you block them, I mean, sometimes we have to work about, worry about stalkers and yeah. our business, I right. like if I block them, I don't know what they're saying
1: about me. Sure. So there's a safety standpoint there. Right. It's better to know and not care than mm-hmm. not know and be worried. <laughs>
0: Yes. And yeah. you can just the ways you can mute them. Right. Um, there's so many different options of what you want to do, but when in doubt, if you are nervous about anything, definitely report them or contact authorities. I mean, if, anyone who has that intuition, there's something to that. So yes,
1: definitely that's
0: topic. But, um, and then my final topic is empathize and learn. So mm. I had one example in my Ted talk, this guy wrote to me and, didn't, he didn't spell right at all, which I don't understand because every social media outlet has spell check now, but it, he just said, you are stupid weather person, you stink or something like that. Um, and I said, have a blessed day. And he wrote something again, I believe. And then people started chiming in and that's, they met well, right. They, standing up for me, but they, they kind of started bullying him, you know, right. and, This guy kept fighting back, which I'm always surprised when they fight back, and you'll get the occasional pesky troll, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But um he ended up he ended up telling me, um, let's see, I got a note from somebody else, an email from somebody else saying, Hey, I know this guy. Uh he is special needs and he's very troubled and he's been going through depression and he's wanted to kill himself in the past. So please, I beg you, take that post down. And I said, he's the one that posted it, you know, has to take it down. But, um, anyways, I ended up reaching out and saying, Hey, you know, guys, let's, let's pull back on this. Let's be kind. Let's promote kindness. Yeah. So my whole point is you never know. Um, I had another lady that after I got engaged, she sent in a handwritten letter and said, Hey, congratulations, but I can tell he's not the one for you. I can tell you're very sad and don't seem happy about this. So, and I just thought, who does that? Who takes the time to write a handwritten note? That's a lot of effort these days. And I just thought, you know what? This lady, who knows? She could be coming from a divorce or she comes from an abusive relationship. And, She's just projecting her things onto me. Yeah. So it helps me a lot when I try to put myself in other people's shoes, even though you're really upset at the time. And then what's so great about that is it can apply to everything. Yes. You realize, okay. This person's having a bad day or this person may be going through this. And that's why if you respond with even a little bit of kindness, I know Sarah Silverman, the comedian, she had an example. Did you see that one? No, I didn't, but I love her. Okay. If you Google, I can't think of the specifics right now, but some guy wrote something really crude or mean to her. And she wrote back and she wrote, I see through you. I know you're hurt and back and said, "I am having a really
1: tough time. I want to kill myself oh yes forth, yes, I do remember hearing I, about this
0: back and forth, and then she ended up getting him treatment yes, and it
1: out oh, great, so she paid for his apartment for like a year or something yeah, I don't remember that part. yeah, she did so it's
0: amazing how we can use this for good yeah and the trick the tricky part is just knowing whether you're helping someone else in a cause or if you're actually being a troll to someone else, even if they started it. So I guess the way to monitor that is just knowing what kind of energy are you putting out? Is it positive? If not, if it's more of a negative energy, then maybe we don't need to be putting that out there.
1: Maybe we need to go back to step one and two of like, wait, pause, (laughs) do nothing. Yes.
0: Yes. And I had, um, one quick story to share a really interesting instance that happened after this Ted talk. Um, and again, like I told you, sometimes I don't follow my own advice. Right. Uh, <laughs> and this guy named Richard trolled me rewind. We'll go back to May 20th, which is a significant date here in Oklahoma. That's when the big more EF five tornado happened in 2013. Well, this year on May 20th, we had a high risk. It's a very rare wow. issuance of a, high-risk day. That means there's a big chance of possibly big tornadoes. Right. And so we take it very seriously, and it was a big part of the state was under it. So everyone was on edge that day. And so I remembered that May 31st of 2013, we had about a dozen people that died in a flood because of a language barrier. They were oh. speaking. And so they thought, I have to go underground. Well, they went inside a, a flood drain and mm brown And then oh they no. died and they drowned. Oh my so God. Thinking of that whole instance, I thought, okay, thinking on the fly, I'm going to do this in Spanish, even though I don't speak Spanish, but we have several coworkers here that do. Yeah. So I did the forecast and I did tornado safety in English. And then they translated with me in a Facebook live. Right. So had never been done before, but I thought, okay, if we can even get that word out to somebody, it's going to help. Yes. And so most of the responses were very positive on there. Like, this is a great idea. I'm going to share. And, but I was bracing for it because we are in a, on, on we're in a red state here. And, uh, yeah, I have to tread del- delicately on how I do this we're in a red state. And so unfortunately that has become tied in with anyone who speaks Spanish and immigrants and all the hate and, you know, it right. doesn't always tie in right. Most Oklahomans, though, they were fantastic. But there's one guy. Richard. Thought, yes. So I had been storm chasing all day. Thankfully, that day, yes, it's severe weather was not as bad as we thought. But I worked all morning, storm chased all day, got home, finally was, took a shower, read this response. And he said, hey, I'm not going to follow you anymore. This is America. Uh, this We speak American. Oh. Go back. Mexico, where you speak Mexican. (laughs) And and he went on to say, you know, we have so many problems with immigrants and I won't stand for this. I'll watch another channel or something along those lines. Right. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. So instead of ignoring this time, I was like, (laughs) no. And so I wrote back and I just, and I was kind about it, but I just said, In America, we speak English. In Mexico, they speak Spanish. And by the way, our founding language is not English here. We had Native Americans, so they were the first ones here. Right. Uh, And um, I said, maybe you should travel and help expand your horizons and realize that we're all human. Let's be kind. Don't be Richard. Ah! (laughs) Richard. Oh, my. Gosh, I somebody it. took a screenshot of that and it went, it was shared 8,000 times by this random guy saying, look at the local meteorologist standing up to this guy. Yeah. And the love that I received from the Hispanic community was huge. They just felt like someone was caring about them. Yes. And standing up against hate. Yes. So I was offered free Mexican food for life at San Marcos <laughs> restaurant. Well, I I visited them. They were all wearing Don't Be a Richard t-shirt. Oh, my gosh. Someone sent me a Don't Be a Richard shirt. I was on the top of Ola Magazine, the cover of Ola Magazine. Oh, it my
1: gosh.
0: It was And it's all because I stood up against hate. So there yeah. are some instances where it can be very powerful. Now, I will say the downside of this is poor Richard. <laughs> or anyone named Richard. Right. My dad's name is Rich. That's the irony. And my dad bought a shirt. He not- <laughs> proud um, but anyways this guy people all wrote back saying we can't stand for this but then they went on his page and they started bullying him and mm. they even found his address and posted it publicly oh and, no see and that's where I'm like guys uh-uh and I yeah. try to put something like I appreciate the support and this is wonderful that you are against hate but guys let's not fight back with more hate
1: that's exactly
0: right so it's all figuring out. We're all figuring out the madness of social media, and it's not going away. No. So it's a matter of what we can do. It can be a powerful tool. You can stand up for what is right, but if you do it in a way where you educate and you're kind to others.
1: Yes. Yes. So much yes, because the negative ones in the room are always the loudest. Yes. Unfortunately, we are conditioned to where oftentimes they get the most attention. Mm-hmm. And I love the change in perspective of focusing on the good. Social media does so much good. Like, it is absolutely revolutionary. It connects humans that wouldn't otherwise connect. It can deliver safety information. You can mark yourself as safe. I mean, there is so much good that's going on in social media. And the trolls, they're just loud. You know, they're just louder than, than most. And um, at Beautiful Disaster, one of our designs is, uh, it says, you don't know my story. So we are big advocates of empathy first. And I, I love what you said about put yourself in their shoes, which requires you to pause. So that's good. <laughs> put yourself in their shoes we don't know their story. We don't know what they've gone through. Like you said, we don't know what kind of you know, upbringing they had or what kind of marriage they may have experienced. And if we just lead with kindness as, as hard as it can be sometimes, because you want to tell everybody not to be a Richard. <laughs> if we just lead with empathy, um, so much good can come from it for sure. So I I love all of your tips. I'm definitely going to use some of them more than I have. I am perfectly imperfect. And there will be times when I don't use them when I should. Same. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, that's part of being human and and learning from our mistakes, right? You got to make mistakes to learn from them. So, um, you know, you also have talked about challenging people to something, So Mm -hmm. I would love for you to share that challenge with our audience and with me personally um, so that we can try it too. So what's your challenge?
0: My challenge at the end of the TED Talk is just, I want you to go out and spread kindness on social media and use the hashtag, hashtag be kind. So anytime you can bring joy to someone and that's in person, great. If you can call them. Go ahead and call somebody, tell them something sweet, or go online, and it could be a stranger, it could be a friend, but say something nice to them. Give them a comment. Go to a business, write a positive review. That's what I'm trying to do, businesses I like, because they on that. But try to be kind, and the hardest thing is turning the other cheek. So it's those really not-so-nice people, the grumpy people online, the people you try and avoid – That's the real challenge if you can be into that.
1: It is. And you know, it, it makes me think, when's the last time you opened up your Facebook page or you opened up your Instagram and you had a DM of just a random person saying something nice to you? It doesn't happen. It happens in response to some things you post. But I'm talking out of the blue. So I love this challenge. I love this challenge. I am going to personally find 10 people today and find something wonderful to say about them and i'm going to post it right on their wall and they're going to be like where did that come from yeah and where that comes from is your heart so i love that challenge and everybody in the beautiful disaster tribe i challenge you to do the same thing that emily has just suggested you guys random acts of kindness, and we can distribute those online, in social media, in person, over the phone, um, and email, whatever. Yeah.
0: Do at least one for an entire month. And then, you know, it becomes things become a habit after 21. So,
1: right. No, I love that. You know, if we could just little by little sprinkle some more kindness and empathy and, uh, begin to learn some of those seven tips for not letting trolls piss us off quite as much. Um, you know, it gives us a little more control. And I think with that comes ease. There's a little more ease in how you feel if you know that you have the right tools to respond. So thank you so much, Emily, for sharing these tests with us. You know, it's something we encounter daily, but we don't talk enough about how to manage it and and the tools necessary to, you know be better than, than these trolls. So thank you so much for your time with us today. It has been an incredible honor. And, um, if I was in Oklahoma, I would watch you on the news. Ah, (laughs) Thank you. And I, you know, if anyone wants to reach out to me, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Emily R Sutton. So yes, Tell us, do you, do you have a YouTube, um, where, what do they do to find your Ted talk? Give us all the, all the things. Look on youtube put emily sutton ted, ted talk. talk okay where was it at what what city
0: it was in a uh, ted ted XOU. so okay. it was in men oklahoma at ou university of oklahoma
1: got it that'll help narrow it down
0: yeah and i'd love to hear from you and i just i hope this goes well it's still the wild wild west out in social media so hopefully i think i believe in positivity yeah. i think what we want to share we want to share the cute dog stories or the, the happy veterans coming home or yeah. we like hearing that. So right. just share positivity online and hopefully we can change this negative culture.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Emily. And I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope it's a great weather in Oklahoma today. Today. Excellent. <laughs> we'll see what happens tomorrow, right? Yes. Excellent. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.